Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is sponsored by One Wellbeck. Hi, Clubbers. We've written a book and we are so excited to finally be able to tell you about it. It's called Have You Tried This? And it will be released on February the 15th, 2024 by Wellbeck Publishing. It's the best of what we've learned over four years of living and experimenting with everything the self-care and wellness world has to offer, all collated into one place, plus a load of new practices written just for the book. And the best thing... Every single practice in the book costs you absolutely nothing and every practice in there really will improve your mental health and well-being. It's available right now on pre-order. Be the first to get your copy. Link is in our show notes. Hello and welcome to the first main show of the Self Care Club of January 2024. I'm Nicole Goodman and I'm Lauren Mishcon done for getting through the first week of January everybody yeah well done the first week of January is not fun and there's so many more to go yes there's (laughs) there's like 64 more to go it's the longest month in the whole world 8,362 days in January did you know that yeah I did yeah I did um thank you for being here and thank you for wanting to invest in yourself we assume that's why you're here and why you're listening to the show We hope to bring insight Mm -hmm. and relatable wellness content to your ears. This month, especially when it is dark, miserable and cold. Yes. Your diary is probably a bit emptier than it was last month. Yes. The house is bare without your tree and decorations. Oh, it looks sad. And we are all being bombarded with ads about diets and fitness programs till we are blue in the bloody face. Yeah. Are you being bombarded? It's not really my algorithm, no, I was so I don't say. get as much of that as other people. I'm getting a lot of, don't read into this, I'm getting a lot of hormone balancing medicine ads. A lot of that stuff. When you say don't read into it, yeah, should I just take that at face value? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm getting a lot of that. That's okay. my algorithm. O- okay. It must know that I'm nearly 46. Well, I am being bombarded. But we're not going to massively talk about that this week. That's more for next week's yes. show, isn't it? Yes. All about <laughs> all about the ads and the fitness programs and the diets and everything being thrusted in our face so that we feel like we're always failing somewhere along the line physically, right? Yeah. But we're going to we're going to unpick that a lot more next week. Um we're going to break everything down for you today. Mm. aren't we, about the new year, new you rubbish. Is it rubbish or is it a great opportunity? Well, we're going to debate it and unpick it. Okay. But before that, tell me how you are this week. 
Well, I've been away on holiday. I know. Do you know? <laughs> Do you? I haven't seen you since for three the weeks. 15th of December. It's a long time. And you've been very far away. You haven't even had Wi-Fi for some of that time. No. 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 Been floating. And then I came home. Yeah. And you were like, when I say less than bothered, I would say it was on a zero bothered. Zero bothered that oh, I had landed dear. or I had arrived. She didn't even phone me, Clubbers. Didn't even text and didn't even phone when she knew I was back. I wasn't 100% sure when you were back because you were supposed to be back. Then you had a problem with your flight. And then I was like, well, I don't know exactly when she is back. And I don't want to phone her Maybe like the second in. she's Maybe back. Check in. Maybe Are you back? I thought you were going to be in quite a bad mood my because of your home. stressful oh, travel. Oh, so you were avoiding. So I thought I'll avoid like the first, the, the, the sulk. Oh. Then I saw the face on Instagram. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do that face. <laughs> And then they lost your luggage. And I was like, no, I'm not getting involved with that. I'll just give her a time to breathe till she sees the humour in it all. Then it'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you were avoiding me? Only for like 12 hours. Let's bear in mind, I had been in the Caribbean for two and a half weeks. So I was actually fine. Yeah. I was fine. I was, I'm rested. Yeah. I've been investing in a lot of self-care. Good. And I feel great. Good. So, well, I, so I should. So you jolly well should. When you Christmas in the Caribbean, you should come back feeling good. I have Christmased in the rain in London. Yeah. I've been nowhere. It's been very wet. Well, it sounds like you've been everywhere. And windy. Um, have been everywhere. No exaggeration. I have had a plan every day since my husband's birthday, which was the 17th of December. I have not had one down day at home in my pyjamas, which is how I like to spend some of Christmas. I hate spending Christmas like that. Oh, I hate So it. I actually feel like this week, this first week back at work, this is like a rest for me. Yeah. The kids have gone back to school today. I'm back in routine. I'm not feeding like a whole oh, hostel, yeah. a whole youth hostel of people. The decorations are down. I don't have to get dressed up. I don't have to go out for dinners or lunches or take the children bowling. Okay, we got it's it. It's a rest. We got it. We it's got a it. rest. We got it. We have got I'm it. I'm exhausted, So Nicole. is that what you're doing for your self-care? No, you come I'm to work? I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Okay. Work is my self-care. Well, I want to know what you're doing for your self-care this week. I'm coming to work. That's my self-care. Oh, okay. Well, and I'm also seeing a physio from a bad shoulder and also, I went to the optician to sort out the fact that I can't see anything. That's not self-care. It no, is. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I'm taking care of my physical body. I'm taking yeah, but care the of optician myself. is not... I, I don't think we should put that under the banner of self-care. I Why? think Because I think that's just your basic needs. Like, you need to be able to see. Yeah, but usually I would just trot along it's like and be saying, like, oh, it's fine. You know when they say, and I've said this so many times on the show, when they say, I'm oh. having a bubble bath is self-care. Yeah, or yeah. I'm going to have a shower. Yeah. And I'm going to wash my hair and blow dry my hair and that's self-care. It's actually not self-care. It's hygiene. And I just <laughs> well, think yeah. that those things shouldn't be wrapped up into something special. Because it isn't. It's not special. But what I'm trying to tell you is I'm beginning the year as I mean to go on, which is when I have any sort of physical ailment or something that isn't right, I am going straight away to deal with that. That's amazing. And fix it. That's rather than amazing. Letting it niggle, drag on, suffer through it, be a fucking martyr. No, I cannot see properly go to the optician. Straight away. Great. Maybe I'm finally rubbing off on you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm addressing yeah. things. Great. That is what I'm trying to put across. Okay. 
Got it. What are you doing? I'm really pleased to hear that, by the way, because you do muddle on and then you moan about things a lot and then it doesn't get done. Exactly. Good. Not doing that this year. I've also just ordered some reading glasses, but I can't bother to talk about that because it's just, you know. It's too depressing. Let's not. Um, And I have got a terrible back. (laughs) My back is horrendous, but it's been horrendous for a long time, but it's the worst it's ever been. And so I'm having another injection on Wednesday. Is that (sighs) self-care? Well, or is it under the banner of what we're talking about here? It's just your basic needs. It's a, Well, you do need to address it, but I'm glad you are. And I'm sorry well, I've been addressing it so for bad. a year, but it doesn't get any better. Oh. Anyway, so that's really miserable as well. So physical maintenance, that's what we're dealing with this week. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'll tell you what I did for my own self-care. Yeah. You're going to be really proud of me. Go on. I went to a yoga class. Wow. On Saturday morning. That's very unlike you. Yes. Is that related to the back? I was in so much pain. I was so tight. Every part of my body hurt. And I went and had a really great stretch and I really needed it. Great. Yeah. Love that for you. Thanks. I'm going to incorporate more yoga into 2024. How about that? Well, namaste. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's get on to the topic of the day. New year, new you, is it all bollocks? Is it? Well, I don't know. Did you know that 80% of people drop their New Year's resolutions by the first week of February? I am not in the least bit surprised about that fact. Really? Yeah, apparently, according to the research. But 80% is so high. Yeah, but I think a lot of people jump into the new year and decide to do stuff that is so extreme that there is no possible is way so that they extreme? can keep it up. Or yeah, they're like, yeah, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to lose four stone by the end I of January. I don't think everybody does that. Some people are like, oh, I just want to get fitter for the new year. Or, oh, I just want to lose a bit of weight for the new year. Or I just want to look after, like what we're saying, look after my physical health a bit better for the new year. I think the problem is, is that they don't have the habits, the small habits put in place so that their routine is not kind of set up to create sustainability. I think these resolutions are born out of the excesses of December. It's like you go crazy on the booze, not you. One, go crazy on the booze, crazy on the chocolate, crazy on the sugar. Do you do that? I can't imagine you do that. I don't, I'm, I'm not, as we know, yeah. I'm a very moderate person. Yeah. So I don't go crazy, but yeah, I do. I, I definitely let go. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. It's lunchtime. I'll have a glass of wine because I'm not going to work. Everyone's at home. I'm not driving. We're celebrating the endless Christmasness of it. So you're <laughs> more relaxed. Sort of I'm definitely more relaxed. And I think people do all of that. And then they pull into this like emergency reverse maneuver yeah, yeah. of New Year's resolutions. Yeah. But do you think? But think of we, all, but think of all the just from another point of it all that shame and disappointment that that brings so you'll go through December thinking right I'm going to run a marathon or whatever it is and then you go for the first few runs in January and January is miserable and it's freezing and it's dark and who wants to run in January even runners probably don't want to run in January and then they think by February oh I can't be bothered and then they're like oh okay well I haven't achieved that I failed in that so that would then just create even more shame. Yeah, which was, wasn't was necessary because you kind of put that upon yourself. You don't need to feel ashamed. Maybe you just need to reassess what the goal is. I agree. I think that it's very easy to look back on a year and measure your success by your achievements. 
Like, what have you done? Did you get engaged? Did you buy a house? Did you well, they're massive? Do a they're, yeah, like a big life thing. But you do though. You you do at the end of the year. You mend well. I do. I mentally go through what the year brought, then, and that is through. You're right. It is through achievements. Are you saying success is often mixed up with hitting milestones? And do you think that's okay? I think it's definitely mixed up with hitting milestones. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think that is what success is about. Agreed. But I think we confuse it and it gets very muddled up. When you look back on whatever it is you've done or haven't done, then you're like, okay, so was my year worthwhile or was it successful or was it you know am I proud of what I've achieved this year and it is that it's all about milestones it's never going to be well actually I spent loads of time with my parents this year and I feel like my relationship is better with them or you know I got closer to my cousin this year and I'm really grateful for that it's never those things it's never those things if you think about your year last year the first thing I think of is okay we wrote a book last year yeah we wrote a book. It was my daughter's bat mitzvah. It was like all the big, you're right, it's all the big moments yes. in that year. But when that happens and you're only judging your success in inverted commas by the milestones, it can lead to your self-esteem ending up in the bin. Because some years, you're going to have years where you can't measure up to all of that stuff. Of where nothing huge happens. And there aren't massive goals that you've set and you've achieved for yourself. Of course you can't because we're not going to get to the end of 2024 and think, I wrote a book this year because we won't have written a book no. this year. So you're all you're setting yourself up to fail. Yes. Aren't you really? Yes. Yes. And then there's so much comparison. Yes. In that. So you're comparing yourself against everybody else's achievements around you. Yes. And you're comparing yourself against yourself. Yes. Now, is that a good thing to do? Is that a healthy thing to do? Do you think it can help bring you growth and self-awareness or do you think it is just toxic and difficult? I think it's toxic because some years life just happens and so I think that this year what you and I should be promoting and sharing is that nobody should have to use their achievements to validate their worthiness. That's how I feel about it. Like you are just as worthy if you achieved sweet fuck all in 2023 and you just got through the year as worthy as if you had invented some new AI super tool. You do not need to earn the right <laughs> to be, be nice. enough. You do not need to earn the right to be enough. And of worth. Yeah. Well, let's chat about worth for a second. Okay. There's so many things that are now cropping up. It's so interesting. Like what is success? Yes comparison is that ever good for you worth what it what's it about how can we create more of it um how can we stand in it comfortably and what is it all based around and what should it be based around yes and who decides that who does well well who decides what achievements are more important than other achievements well i'll tell you the first thing that springs to mind for me is at the moment is social media because if you go on people's highlight reels, right, yep. at the end of every year, yep. it's a new thing, isn't yep. it? That you go onto Instagram the last week in December yep. and it's everybody's highlight reels. Well, firstly, why do we care what other people's years have been like? It's nothing to do with us, right? We've already seen their highlight reel throughout the year because nobody's 
nobody is uploading their meltdowns, their anxiety and panic attacks and all the difficulties that they've gone through. They're uploading smiles. And holidays. And photos where they look thin and happy. And and their, yeah, their successes. Yeah. Their achievements, yeah. in inverted commas. Yeah. So, of course, we're going to base our worth on that. Of course, we're going to compare ourselves to that. But that doesn't mean we have to bring some self-awareness around it so that we stop doing that and focus on what's important for us and who we want to be in the world. Yes. And achievement is such a is such a subjective thing because what I achieve and what somebody else achieves on a day, it doesn't mean that they're giving less or more than me. It just means that our 100% looks different. Absolutely. So if if I go to the gym in the morning and then I come to work and then I take my kids to netball and then I cook dinner and then I hang out with my husband for a bit and that's my generic day, what somebody else might be doing is just being able to get out of bed in the morning and brush their teeth and making their kid a packed lunch and then going back to bed for the day. That doesn't mean that they're any less worthy. That's their 100%. Yeah. Yes. And I find that really fascinating because it's about how could, how are you giving your everything? Because their struggles are different to mine. Their perception and their life is, is different to mine. And their capacity is yeah. different. And everyone's capacity is different. Yes, and everyone's capacity is different on any given day. And therefore your worth has to stay the same regardless of what you're achieving or succeeding in or doing. Absolutely. So my feeling is... Instead of New Year, New Year, I think that we should propose to the world, Nicole, to the world, New Year, same you, mm. but with very small little baby steps forward to make positive changes, but not necessarily in January, just changes as and when you feel that you need to make them. So January could be like your warm up month. And maybe you make the changes in February or March or April. It doesn't matter. But ch but a change isn't a sudden thing. It, and it change, doesn't have to be dramatic. But change is incremental yes. as well. It's about creating better habits and getting yourself into better habits for yourself. So that that, and they're small, they're baby steps. As you said, let's say you want to drink less coffee. Just Let's drink. say you want to cut out coffee, yeah. for example. You wake up one morning on January the 1st, you're like, right, I'm not drinking coffee. What are you do? You're going to think about coffee the whole time. Yes. Right? The whole time. But maybe a better step would be, I'm going to drink less coffee. So I'm, I'm going to cut out one cup. I normally have an extra cup at four o'clock. That cup's the one I'm going to cut, but I'll keep the other three. It could just be right. that. And then by February, March, you're going to cut out another cup. Right. And then another cup. Yeah. And then by June... Maybe you've cut out coffee. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're only on one cup of coffee, but guess what? You were on five and now you're on one and that's a big step forward. Yes, it is, but it doesn't have to be taken in a leap. It can be taken in baby steps. Exactly. And I also don't want to say... I think it should be taken I, in baby I steps. I agree. And I don't want to say when we say New Year, same you, that we feel like you should never, ever be trying to do anything to change in any way because you're perfect as you are. You are certainly enough as you are, but there is room and capacity for growth and positive changes in every single human being. But they don't have to be massive. And they don't have to be your quintessential Sudden. achievements in inverted commas. Right? And, and I don't think that they are going to be sustainable if they are sudden. 
Well, they're not because 80% of people are dropping them. Exactly. Right? And, and that statistic tells you everything you need to know, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people say to me, um, oh, you're so lucky. You're so motivated with, with my fitness. Yeah. So I go to the gym five, six days a week. And I never see it as luck because I've actually worked really hard to to create the habit and the routine that I'm in. And actually, when I go away, I don't train nearly as hard or nearly as much as I do when I'm here. And I realized when I came back from this holiday how reliant I am on my routine mm -hmm. to stay in my routine and to stay fit and to stay strong. Mm. Because I get up, I go to the gym. That's what I do. Yeah. Right. Six days a week. That is what I do. Um, and it's not, I don't think about it. I've got a good community around me. I've got a gym that I love. All of it works for me because I've created it that way. Yeah. But if that was suddenly take, if my community was suddenly taken away from me or I take myself out of the environment, I'm definitely not as disciplined. Mm. So for me, it's about, it's just about those tiny little habits that you get yourself into that then become just part of your They're non-negotiables. Well, it's just part of yeah. your morning. You don't question it. It's you not, just yeah. do it. Yeah. It's not out of the ordinary. It's not a special thing you're doing that morning. It's just your morning. No. And yeah. like when, you know, you'll wake up and instead of taking that cup of coffee, you have a cup of green tea. Yeah. Absolutely. And then it just becomes part of your lifestyle. Yeah. I think before we go through the good and the bad things about resolutions, because I think we have to weigh it up and be balanced about it. Just to say, don't forget any of your achievements or any of your failures of last year because all of them together have combined to make you who you are this year and who I you're going to be this year. an amazing podcast um, this week about failures. Yeah. And he was talking about the most successful people in the world are the ones that have failed the most because they're trying the hardest. And they've also built resilience. They've built resilience. So... Is it Thomas Edison who did the light bulb? Is that Thomas Edison? And how many times did it take him to get the light bulb right? Like thousands upon thousands upon thousands. So let's say it was 5,000. That, that is not the figure. But he said, I learned 4,999 ways in which it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. But he failed, right? He had to fail. In order to get that light bulb right, He had think how many times he had to fail. So failure is just... I think it's a really amazing sign that you're really pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and you're trying your hardest and you're trying to learn and trying to grow. And I think that's really commendable. It's never about the failure. It's about how you recover from the failure, right? And what you learn mm. and what you take with you from that failure. Yeah. What's the, the acronym? First attempt in learning. That's the acronym. First attempt in learning or first attempt isn't the last or first action in learning. There's lots of lovely acronyms about failure. Yeah. I think it's been really, it's been really incorrectly branded. Yeah. Agreed. And we need to reclaim that word. Elizabeth Day's done very well at reclaiming it, right? Yeah, she's done. She's made a whole podcast, yeah, a whole book, she's a whole done, life She's it. done brilliantly and at it, it. And it works. That whole format works because it's very interesting to hear about what people did and how in their perception they fucked up and actually in the long run how that helped them. Well, it gets them to where they are now. Exactly, exactly. So let's not bin off the bad stuff about last year because all no, of that stuff they, counts, they right? No, because they are informing you about who you are now, where you want to be, where you want to get to, what you're happy with, what you're not. It's all just 
beautiful, messy, juicy information about you as a human being. Agreed. This episode is brought to you by One Welbeck Women's Health, a leading private clinic in central London. Bringing together gynaecologists, obstetricians and breast specialists, it's truly a one-stop shop for female health. Services range from breast screening to pelvic floor treatment and everything in between, all carried out in a calm and relaxed setting that has been specifically designed to put women at ease every step of the way. I had a routine mammogram there recently and I couldn't have felt better taken care of. It was a truly positive experience. One Wellbeck Women's Health has also launched a comprehensive menopause service taking a multidisciplinary approach to managing menopausal symptoms through a combination of personalised medical treatments and lifestyle advice. Putting your health first is true self-care. To find out more about this brilliant clinic, visit onewellbeck.com forward slash women's dash health or simply search One Wellbeck Women's Health. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. This episode is brought to you by Notion. Have you ever stumbled upon a tool that feels like it's been tailor-made for you? Well, that's exactly how we feel about Notion. Simply and beautifully designed with all your notes and docs in one place and the power of AI built inside. It's where every idea, task and episode comes to life effortlessly. Notion merges creativity with productivity seamlessly. Whether we're planning out our episode schedule, collabing on show notes or tracking guest invitations, it's perfect for those who may be becoming a little forgetful in midlife. Hey, just the other day we used it to map out an entire season of our podcast in record time and that's why Notion has become an indispensable part of our podcasting toolkit. It even wrote this intro for us. Notion is more than just a workspace. It's our secret weapon for success in the digital age. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is for everyone, CEOs, students and Lauren. If she can manage to navigate it, anyone can. Hmm. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. 
Shall we do three, just for balance, shall we do three good things about resolutions and three bad things about resolutions? Okay. Do you want to do the bad? I'll do the good. Okay. Number one, I think resolutions imply that you are starting the year thinking that you are doing doing something wrong or you are wrong or that your life isn't okay. Or you have been doing something wrong. Yeah, or your life is stuck or that you have to change. And that's just not true, right? You are okay as you are. Yes, go ahead, try and make some positive changes if you feel they're going to support you, but do them whenever you like. So I don't like that whole thing about, yes, you have to change, you're no good as you are. That's one bad thing. Okay. Okay. Can I counteract that? Yeah. A little bit. Because I think it's also a really lovely opportunity to create some change if you want to. Yes. And if you need to. Yes. Let's say you're smoking 50 fags a day. You yes. Know, that shit needs to change. It does because it's not good for you. It's unhealthy. There's nothing good that that brings. Yes. It's bad for your health and it's bad for your bank yes. balance. But again, cutting out without trying a nicotine patch or a nicotine vape or whatever it is that's going to support you in the quitting isn't going to help. You're going no, to be back on them. But what I'm saying is when January the 1st hits, yeah. if that is going to spur you on to say, right, I want to make a change here with my smoking habit, yes. then that is a positive thing. That is a good thing. So if it brings people to the table more open yes. to creating better habits for themselves, yes. then I'm all for it. Okay. I, I am too. Yeah. Uh, the 2023 highlight reel, as mentioned before. I don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> either. I, I don't, don't either. Like it. And you know, we did one last year. And this year, um, I thought about it. Yeah. And I because I was looking at everybody else's highlight reels. Yes. They weren't making me, I wasn't looking at them thinking, oh my God, that's so, listen, I would, I would love to be able to tell you that I was inspired and motivated and they made me smile. They didn't. They actually made me feel a bit inadequate because and they, a bit yeah, shit. Because they make you feel like your life is not as exciting. It's not as fun. It's not as joyful. It's all their highlights. They've all had as many shitty days as we've had. And we can all create a highlight reel to look and feel and sound however we want and put a little upbeat backing track on it. It looks fucking great. Could you? I could, <laughs> well, could I? It would take me longer than you, but I could do it, right? They, they have lazy days. Yes. They have days where they're feeling anxious. They have days that are messy and challenging and we all do. And actually, it'll be much more interesting, I think, to put up your low points of the year than your high points. Imagine well, I that. think it would create a more honest platform. I mean, imagine that if you put up your lowlights of 2023. Wow. Would that depress people or would that make everyone else feel like, yeah, great, you're human. Don't, you, so don't you think that would create a lot more connection? Yes. And vulnerability. Because you'd relate. Because you'd relate. And also it would encourage others to be more honest and real with where they're at. Yes. But no one's going to do that. But it would be amazing. We could start a whole movement. Do a highlight reel of your low lights. Well, it's a low light reel. Low light reel. <laughs> with, with depressing music <laughs> and all your worst photos. As my kids would call it, you'd just go all emo. Yeah. We could start that would movement. You, you would never want to do that, though. Think how uncomfortable you would feel with that. But imagine if everyone did it. It would be amazing. Well, if it became normal. Yeah. But it's never going to. And I think that's a real shame because that means that all we're doing, and everyone's aware of it, right? All we're doing is lying. We're essentially just lying to each other 
so that we can get some sort of acknowledgement, validation. For what? I don't know. It's very weird. It's really sad. This highlight reel, all it does is encourage us all to stay disconnected and slightly dishonest. Very dishonest. And I think that's a shame. That's not a positive step forward towards Mm -hmm. humanity. And my third bad thing about resolutions is, we're going to talk about it next week more, but this whole onslaught of ads for anything that says if you lose weight, you're going to be happier. All of that stuff. But we're going to go into that next week. Because there's a lot to unpick there. There is a lot. And I, and I, my feeling is we're probably going to disagree quite a lot. We might. I don't like the onslaught of ads, by mm. the way. Mm. And I think that we'll talk about it next week. But okay. the health and fitness industry, a lot of it is just a load of shit. And you have to be very careful who you listen to and who you take advice from. Let's do the good bits. Well, like I said to you before, um, I think it creates opportunity and possibility for people. So I think that's a really good thing because it gets people into a fresher, newer mindset, um, which I think can be really positive, actually. Um, You can use it as just an intention about where you want to go and what you want to leave behind and what you want to say goodbye. It's an ending. Mm-hmm. But it's also a beginning. Mm-hmm. So you can use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes these New Year's resolutions can keep, sometimes can keep you accountable. Mm. But how, how do you do that? Look, you have to be wanting the things that you've set for yourself. The only person that can create change is you for yourself. No, it's nobody else's job to do that. So... You can create accountability with your friend. Like if I say to you, right, okay, I want to do yoga twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do it together mm-hmm. so that I make sure I do it because you're a big yogi. And you go, okay, so now suddenly I'm accountable to you. And then when I say, oh, I can't be, I can't bother to go on Saturday. No, 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 come on. You said you want to do it twice a week. We're going. That's accountability. And that's really powerful. Mm. Mm. Um, so I would say that use that accountability. Get a friend, get a buddy, a buddy system. Um, and a brand new year is exciting. It's a new start, isn't it? Opportunity to look forward and what you want to create for yourself. It's just a time period. So I think it just, it can, if you allow it, bring a new mindset. And that can be a huge shift in people's lives. I mean, we have no idea, neither you or I, what is going to happen this year. Anything could happen this year. That is quite exciting. So with all of this said, all of the comparison and talk of worth and resolutions and new year, new you and all of the things, the juicy things that we've talked about, let's talk about what self-care we can practice around all of this to support us. Okay. I'm going to kick off. Go on. Use January as a warm-up month i like it i really like that i think it's really great we are in the depths of winter you should be a self-care expert do you think i do i'll consider it as a hobby (laughs) i still feel like i'm slightly getting over christmas i'm not sure that january is the right time to jump into 
drastic changes. Maybe it's the perfect time, but maybe it isn't. But it, but, but, but that's a personal thing. Yes. But do what is going to work best for yes. you. Uh, yeah, it always comes back to that. Yeah. You don't need to jump on bandwagons because social media has told you that you need to start doing whatever the fuck it is that social media is telling you you have to do. Do what is best for you and your well-being. You know, I saw this post yesterday and it said, and it's by a woman who I adore, and she said something about, don't feel bad if your January's got off to a slow start. I thought, it's the 7th of January. We haven't even had a proper working day yet. People aren't still aren't on their emails yet. And what does she mean by a slow start? It, in, in what capacity? That's all it said. Right. Like, just don't give yourself... It was like one of those, don't give yourselves a hard time if it didn't, like, race off from the beginning. But it is at the beginning. No, Nobody nobody is in the full swing of things yet my kids are still not back at school look the first of january is a write-off anyway because it's the day after new year's eve so most people aren't even and getting so dressed the second. the second you're not back at work then you've got like a weekend probably somewhere so you're not even considering real life until at least the fourth or fifth that's what i'm saying yeah, so but this was on the seventh so she so she wrote that post a couple of days later it's like we, we're not in january yet yeah. i mean i know we're in january but we're not in the thick of it yet if you write that in february Okay, if yeah. your year gets off to a slow... Okay, <laughs> I will accept it. But I just thought, no. Too I soon, think dude. That's a, it's too soon. Too soon, dude. And also, I wasn't feeling bad that it got off to a slow start because I hadn't gone back to work yet. But now that I've read that, I'm thinking no, maybe I, I need to. No, I feel a bit yeah. shitty about yeah. it. So, <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> exactly. Um, I would say a piece of self-care advice... Yes if you're wondering, is I think it's about incremental change. Yes. So if you do want to engage in your New Year's resolutions, I absolutely salute you and support you because I'm all for people making positive changes whenever they want. And if New Year's resolutions encourages you to do that, then that's great. But it's not about, as we said, being um, just throwing yourself into it full throttle because that's not sustainable mm. so it's about creating small healthy habits that will get you to your goal eventually yes okay here's one for you and for myself nicole mm. a little bit of self-compassion who are you and what have you done with my friend <laughs> what do you mean I what mean, do you mean? What I mean is, by all means, strive to improve and grow in the places that you want to and you need to, not the places that Instagram tells you you yeah. need to. Yeah. But also be accepting that you are enough, just as you are. You do not need to change the world. You do not need to change everything about yourself to validate your existence or to exist happily or to be happy. Be a little bit self-compassionate. How about that? I think that's beautiful. Now, are you going to adopt that for yourself? Are you really? Well... Are you enough when your house is a mess? Now, come on. (laughs) Don't push things too far. (laughs) I'm serious. Am I enough when my house is a mess? You don't even need to answer it. You can take it away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I am not enough. There's my answer. Okay, I would like you to take that away as an inquiry. Just sit on it. But I'll tell you what, and I did say it to my friend over Christmas. I'm going to say it to you as well. 
And she laughed because she laughed because she took it at face value. And I said, this year, I am going to try to be a little bit less perfect. And when I say that, I don't mean... <laughs> I know what you mean. Because I am... She started laughing. I said, I don't mean that I am perfect. Engaging in perfection. What I mean is I want to try and be a little less of a perfectionist. Yes. Like I want to try and just be content without having to constantly strive for everything being perfect all the time and being okay about that. I think there's certain areas that you do that. Yes. But I don't think it goes over to your whole life because I couldn't work with you if you were a perfectionist. It doesn't go over to my whole life, but there are definitely some things where it, it it's, it's a little bit stifling, you know. Yeah. And I'm starting slow and I'll give you an example last night we were all home and Max my oldest said I think I'm going to cook dinner and I immediately was like well what are you gonna cook well I don't know he went uh, let them I, I know and he went I'll tell you what I said I'll help you and what, what are we gonna have and he said I'm gonna go and look in the fridge and then I'm gonna report back to you about what I think I'm gonna cook and I was okay with that because that was like not releasing full control <laughs> So he, he did. He came back. He said, I think I'm going to cook this. And I said, OK, how about doing this, this and this with it? And he said, OK, mum. And, and, and I just let him. I just let him. And I had to sit on my hands to stop myself going in the kitchen and chopping and putting stuff out. I was, I was very restrained. You know what? You did a great job. Of course you did. Yeah. And what a lovely thing for your son to do for your family. Yeah. Really gorgeous. Yeah. And it's really lovely that you gave him the space to do that. I, it was it was really hard. Let me tell you as something. silly as that sounds, it was really hard. No, I I totally get it. And Daisy loves to cook, and my first response would always be, "Oh, what about the mess? Mm. I got to clear the mess up." Mm. But actually, you're just robbing them of something. They want to do a, a kind gesture. So yeah. Let them. Yeah. So self compassion. I love That's it. The top line. I'm going to remind you of that. I, I will need probably quite a lot of reminding about that. You're more of a perfectionist in your home life yes. than you are in your professional well, life. Well, it's about my environment. I need it to be extremely ordered in, for me to feel sane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, clubbers, if your year was crap and you feel worse because everyone else has looked amazing, then please, we want you to take comfort that you are here and you have the opportunity to live this year out however you want to however you choose to if your birthday was rubbish for example it can improve this year or you can put things in place that can help you to make it better this year like learn learn from your failures from your mistakes from the things that made you unhappy from last year and bring all that gorgeous learning into 2024 and create something different for yourself make different choices make different choices yeah. I love that. And you always have a choice, even when it feels like you don't. There is always a choice. Always, there is always a choice. Yeah. Um, so look for the opportunity, I would say. Nice. Even when you're feeling stuck, and we say this in our book a lot, mm. when you're feeling stuck, just look for the possibility because mm. it's always there. Yes. Okay, let's give the clubbers some resolutions that we think are good to bear in mind and they are not lose full stone in a month. <laughs> uh, four stone in a month. Yeah. I, I mean, you'd have to be very unwell to do that. So 
please don't do that. Um, Let go of things that don't serve you. My God, this letting go has been coming up for the past 48 hours everywhere I go. Has it? Yeah. Why do you think it's coming up for you? I guess the universe is trying to tell me what I need to let go of. Interesting. Okay. Have you got anything in mind that you're going to let go of Um, this year? hmm. Is there anything going on that does not serve you? That you're clinging onto for dear life, like a lifeboat? Yes. Yes? Do you want to say it? You don't want to say it, do you? I don't want to say it. Do I have to make you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, because, you know, the minute you say it is then... Yeah, but it doesn't help any uh, anyone else or you if it only stays in your head. It's then in reality. Okay, go so uh, the thing I need to let go of is I need to stop training how I'm training. And I need to let go of the environment that I love and the training that I love because it's actually really not working for my body and I'm living in chronic pain. So I need to let go of it. And I know I am. And I'm mentally getting myself prepared for it. Like doing the yoga on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I, I think I'm nearly ready to do that. I mean, it would be fucking crazy to carry on and destroy your body. All of it. It would be nuts. All of it. Yeah. But we all hang on to things. That, that, that don't serve us. That don't always yeah, serve us because sure. you're used to it because it used to serve me so much. It yeah. used to bring me so much joy yeah. and so much pleasure and so much physical activity and strength and all of it. Yeah. It used to be a wonderful thing for me. Yeah. And I'm not saying I would ever stop exercising. I wouldn't. But I definitely, my body is screaming at me to, to move it differently. Well, then you have to do that. I will. Yeah. But it's not as, so if someone is wanting to let go of something, let's say it's a job that they hate or Mm. a relationship Mm. that's toxic, you know, these things, just because we know they're bad for us, it doesn't mean that it's an easy, it's not an easy road sometimes. Well, there is a name for it and it's in our book and it's called the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. And it's when you've invested a lot of time or a lot of money or a lot of effort into something, but it's not working for you there is still this resistance because you have invested so much into it that it's harder to let it go than it is to go, but you know, maybe next month my back will feel better and then I'll be fine. Well, and also I think because it used to serve you. So let's say that relationship used to be amazing, but it no longer is. You're always invested in what it used to be and if you could possibly get back there. Well, because you've put so much time and effort into it as you have training the way you train. And you've had great results from it. And you've had great feelings from it or great experiences with that person or, you know, you've been really successful in that job or it's brought you a lot of pleasure or you know you've earned a lot of money whatever it is that there's that hope that you might get back there but actually I think once you know that it's time to let go it's it's hard very hard but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it agreed but hard Yeah. yeah okay here's another one rest when needed I know you hate rest I hate it mm I hate it. I don't hate it, but I feel very guilty about it. So you're not really with it then. guilty. And I have to kind of announce it. <laughs> That's how shit I am at it. So over Christmas, like when I wasn't out or doing chores and like everything in the house was completed, I would have to say, I'm going to sit down now to watch Bake Off Christmas special. 
No one gives a shit. No who one are you announcing it to? Like the household. But who? Like my husband and children. What, as if they're going to give you permission? Yeah, or as if I need permission. Are you looking for permission? Probably, or I need permission, or I need someone to go, okay, mum, have that out of... No one gives a shit. I so do it to my myself. husband yesterday, he we went to a 50th on Saturday night, and it's one of his oldest best friends. Yeah. And I needed to go and pick up my daughter at 11.30, so I left and he stayed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you sure you don't mind? I said, I really don't mind. It's like well, his best friend. And when he told his best friend he was staying, he was like really happy and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Anyway, so obviously he gets in like two, two, three o'clock in the morning and he's wrecked yesterday. Yeah. He's really hung over and he feels really rubbish. And I said to him, he goes, oh, I knew you'd be it. I said, I'm not annoyed that you stayed. I don't care. It's your best friend. You should have stayed. What annoys me is that it ruins my day the next day because you're in bed. Mm. And he's like, well, so what if I'm in bed? I said, but we're not doing anything. He's like, so what? Mm. It's mm. Sunday. What's that, like, What's that about? What's that about? What's that about? I suddenly felt, yeah, claustrophobic. Mm. And I know it's my stuff. Mm. It's not his stuff. Mm. It's my stuff. I find it impossible to stop. So your question for the year, I think, is what <laughs> happens? What happens when you stop? What happens? What am I avoiding? What are you avoiding? It is, it is an avoidance technique. It is. Right. What am I avoiding? Well. Put, put that one in your pipe and smoke it for January and okay. let me know in February. And yours yep. is, yep. are you enough when your house is messy? <sighs> yeah. Uh, ouch. I know. Ouch. Should we do like a quick fire round of some really gorgeous self-care reminders? Yes. Come which, on, let's Which we go. would have said on the show many, many times over the years, but let's do a quick fire round. Okay, go. Yes. Go. Say yes to things that excite you. Say no to things that you don't want. Be intentional. Don't let life just happen to you. Put intention behind the things that you want for yourself. Grow without pressure and in your own time. Nice. Build and maintain and prioritise your healthy and happy relationships. Healthy and happy relationships being key there. Yeah. That's why I said prioritise. Yes. Yes. Speak more kindly to yourself. Accept yourself more. Nice. And I'm going to add in read more and scroll less. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed our first main show of 2024. We are going to be back on Friday with our uh, weekly wellness roundup show. Oh, there's a lot of wellness roundups. I mean, if there's ever a month for it, it's this month. It's January. So you want to stay tuned for that. Um, And we'll be back next week. And we're talking about feeling full, fat up. No, feeling full, fed up, fat and broke. Yeah. That's that's the title of the show. <laughs> it's, very, it's a very January show. Um, if you want to be in touch, we would love to hear from you. Hello at the selfcareclub.co.uk or you can find us on any of our socials at selfcareclubpod. But please come and be in touch. Please tell us what your intentions are for January. If you have any, you don't have to. You can make them for February or March or April or May. We don't mind. But definitely one of the club's New Year's resolutions should be to pre-order our book. Oh, I mean, if it was all of the club's intention to pre-order our book, that would be amazing. We're happy if that's your New Year's resolution. The link to that book is in the show notes, so please go pre-order it. It's called Have You Tried This? And it is available to buy now. We will be back on Friday.
Time podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Motherkind. Kind.